It's like it's almost to the point where I need to start making some phone calls to goddamn start a class action lawsuit against them people like Apple. Shout out to my man Steve Jobs. Long live him. You know, I read about a couple books inspired by him, two to be exact. And uh, I'm not sure what happened since my man checked out and went up top, but them boys got some goddamn funny business going on. And with that, this just brings me to my next point. How come every September when these bastards drop a new drop, phones start tripping, bro? This is just ridiculous. And I know I'm not the first person to make observation of this, bro. For about a week now, my alarm ain't been going off. Good thing I naturally just wake up. My phone ain't been ringing for about two weeks now. And now, this week, my shit is like glitching and it's just like, like, like not moving as fast and rapid as it should be. And it's so crazy because I start noticing this shit more over the week when I start farming this thought on goddamn Monday. And just with that being said, bruh, I think we all just need to start a BFW best friend weekend goddamn list of people who all trying to get behind this and take them boys to the supreme court because this is madness <laughs> i say whoa welcome to the best friend weekend podcast it's your man aldo nice it's your boy raj smooth wow it's your boy los aka cap hey man listen um uh, we i'm so happy about this, right? I was thinking about they're trying to take Trump and get him impeached, and they're talking about proceedings in the Supreme Court. I'm so happy that Rumble found a worthwhile usage for the Supreme Court <laughs> on um, this podcast to be able to to go ahead and take us there. But you know what I'm more hey, happy about? Actually, I'm happy about one thing, Raj, just even more so than anything, that we do have the master on the podcast to be able to <laughs> explain to us what's, what's going, going on, on, man. So, Raj, this is right up your wheel, well, man. I was actually thinking that I'm going to run Steve Nash on this one real quick. Um, <laughs> I tried to go rumble right there. Yeah. Um, like, I feel like if we was in a club and, a bo- and, and somebody that don't really ever run point, yeah. or that boy trying to Steve Nash, you know, I feel like he would say something like that. But anyway, uh, I digress. But he would, so, use a, he would use a cool young dude that we don't know, that we really... Rondo. Would, yeah. <laughs> no, he'd say somebody real real young, like he uh, Cole Anthony on him. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. You sleep. That's a conversation trying to, for He's trying to we'll VO2 that thing. We'll actually ask him. Okay. And then we'll, 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 um, we'll put the results on the, on the podcast. Gotcha, so, gotcha. Yeah. Um, Apple's been under scrutiny for what's called planned obsolescence, mm-hmm. where they basically put out updates for um you know for phones earlier models to not work as well mm-hmm. um when when the new when the new updates come out but i will say with the release of i with the release of iphone 11 and iphone 11 pro came the release of uh, ios 13 which um you know of course takes a little bit more space so for the folks out there and i don't know what type of phone rumble has but for the folks out there that have 16 gigabyte phones it might not have enough on there for you to uh, for you to have that iOS 13. So turn your automatic updates off, and then just roll with that iOS 12. Point whatever you got. Ooh, 
okay. You feel like you learned a little something listening to Best Friend Weekend right quick, huh? Yeah, I definitely learned something. I was today years old and I learned it. Well, I, I kind of figured it out because uh, my daughter, her iPhone just cut off. Like, it just stopped working. Uh, so we're in the trying to get her a new one. And mine been tripping too. But, you know, I got the iPhone too, so. <laughs> I mean, I read a little bit about what Raj talking about. And it basically they're saying the culprit is the iOS. That... Um, mm-hmm. The op that Apple really confirmed that they deliberately the obsolete the planned obsolescence that you spoke about, Raj. They talk about they they slow down the older iPhones to prevent them from shutting down because they have the older batteries, and if they got those new operating systems on the old phones, that they, the phones will shut down and they'll do all kind of other things. So they slow them down so they won't screw up and shut down and do other things like that. That's what they say. But does is it like Raj just said? Turn off your updates and you should be straight. I mean, yeah, I mean, honestly, what what Apple, what and it's funny, you can call it, you know, call it what you will, but what Apple um, um, recommends is that you update your phone. Mm. So, like, when they say, "Oh, you're having trouble with your battery," update your phone, and it'll it'll potentially fix those issues. But, but, um, I I think that if you have a phone that's fugazi, mm. then maybe it's time to look into a, a newer phone because. You know what I'm saying? Like nope. if you got the, if you still got the six, you still got. I'm, I'm, if you still got the six, you still got the five. So maybe it's a little bit. Maybe it's about time to look into the new one. And even and the like new one laptop. don't have to be an eleven, though, right? No, it could be an eight. Like the eights are still well supported. The sevens are still well supported. Like, but if you have a, if you have anything less than a seven at this point, then you know it's about time. Like, I mean, you can't really blame Apple for for uh trying for to planning make you your, the obsolescence of your phone. <laughs> <laughs> trying to deboy you like it been it been it been four or five years now gonna get you a new one of these things man. My my PlayStation my PlayStation um two ain't working no more. <laughs> I'm gonna put it to you like this. If you still got that long charger, like the one that's like <laughs> side by side long, it's time for a new phone. That sixteen. If you still if you if you should, if you still got that rocking chair phone, the one that, that that if you put on the back and it'll just kind of dance a little bit, and you need it's time for a new phone. You need a flat dad. Ain't <laughs> the flat dad. Hey, um, question though, um, and I mean, and just to add to that, let me throw this one other thing. Um, working with computers a lot, I got two Macs, and like there's always like mm-hmm. upgrade to this kind of Mac OS, and there's always like install updates. And a lot of people be like, install tonight, install later, install later, and never do it. Um, that's another thing. You should install, just like Apple tells you to do it on the phone, you should do the same thing with, with your computer. Whether that be a Mac or not, you should always install the updates because it has virus protection. It has all of those other things on it. So installing updates is usually a solid principle to do with any kind of device um, that you're working with, any kind of newer forms of technology. But, Raj, you just brought up a really good point as far as... When you get a new device, when should you get it? So personally, I'm on the S cycle um, of pretty much every other phone. So I got an XS. I didn't have an 8S. I had a 7S. So it's like I'll pretty much, what is that, two years? Is it two years or is it four years? What is that? I, well, I can't. first first of all, I don't know the time, but I would really, really appreciate it if, if the master is in... Uh, the house uh-huh. that you would call it a 10s. I like calling it excess cutting. It reminds me, <laughs> like they got a woman who I work with occasionally, and I got a Malcolm X hat, and she'll be like, "Yeah, he's wearing his 10 hat because he's a 10." And I'm like, "Oh my god!" I'm like, Stop and then that's how, and then you know what? That's how you sound to them. Just imagine how they sound to you. That's how you sound, sound to, to Apple them. people. That's how I sound to Apple people. Yeah, to Apple people. <laughs> 
Because <laughs> to me, whenever people say, yeah, I got the XS, I'm like, okay, oh, you're going to have that lanyap. That's what I, I need. The, I got XS. Cutting, I got XS. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> I got a lot. That iPhone Lehman. Yep, cut. I got that iPhone. Extendo. Extended clip. You're right. Um, yeah. So I don't know how, how much, but I'm on the S cycle of every other phone. So does is that how it works, Raj? Correct me if I'm wrong. It's like the 11 will come out, and then next year it'll be like the 11S, and then the year after that it'll be like the 12, and then it'll be the 12S. I think that's so how it it's, works. It's a, somewhat. It's inconsistent because the last phone that we had was we had the 8 come out, and then the 10 came out, and then the 10S came out, and then the 11 and the 11 Pro. So it's it's inconsistent. Okay. It's not necessarily always, but for a long time, yeah, it was 6S and then 7. Yeah. So 6, 6S, 7, 8. There was never a 7S. Well, I do have a so, 7. You know what I'm, I thought I had a 7S, bro. Nope. There's no such animal as a 7S. Huh. Huh. Okay. So, <laughs> says animal. so I, hey, so maybe I'm wrong. Well, I mean, I don't know. So there you go. So, but that in my head tells me that I usually get a phone about every three years. That seems about right for me. Like, what is it? What's the what's the frequency for you, Los? When, whenever my uh, phone I have stopped working good. <laughs> <laughs> That's all it is. I'll be like, like it's about new. time for me to get a new phone. <laughs> my phone is starting the trip, so <laughs> I got about two phones this year. Right. You, go. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to tell you. My when I'm explaining when I'm explaining phones to people, um, I look at phones like a laptop now. So like you know, we have a podcast, so it's very necessary for us to have a functioning laptop. But for people that necess- that aren't doing things like we do, they don't have a podcast, or if they don't if they don't mix music, or if they, you know something that that's necessary for um, you know to have a to have a laptop. An iPhone is your laptop. You can do every single thing. And not, not, not even necessarily the iPhone, just a smartphone is your laptop. So when people complain about the price, um, you know, my rebuttal is always, do you have a do do you still keep a digital camera on you? Hmm. All right, well throw that into the price. Do you still keep a do you bring your laptop everywhere like you used to? Is it necessary for you to have an iPad? I know the kids probably have one, but do you know because your screen's big enough to watch YouTube videos? So it's the, the well price. Trained. The price of of the phone, <laughs> and no, this ain't this ain't training. This is le- legitimately how I feel. iPhones and the like have replaced a bunch of different devices. So throw the price into all of that and feel comfortable about spending money on. A new a new device. Now, granted, I don't get phones. Yeah, you ask those, but I don't get phones every year. I'm I'm on ten. I didn't get the 10s because the 10 is suitable. And mainly, what I, I think I think the most important thing about my phone is my camera. Mm. And the 10 has a phenomenal camera. The 10s, of course, has a better camera. 10 uh, the 11 Pro has a better camera. But my camera is sufficient enough to where I don't think I'm going to need a another phone until i'm on that low cycle where i don't (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna get a phone when i need a new one when i gotta have one what's the most important thing for you los he said roger you said yours is um camera what's your camera i I, I need it i need it to work fast man i need my phone the speed i need to when i hit that that's the case that's the case that's what that's 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 why i said i didn't know it just started with the tripping like that it just started with the tripping like this. I was like, ah. 
For, it's time to go and get me a new one. You got to, man. For me, for me, it's memory. Yeah. I mean, once once I start yeah, having those memory issues in my phone, like it's too much. Too, I can't. That mm-hmm. that's my issue. I need a new phone. Like when it gets to that point where it's like, okay, now I got to delete stuff that I have. Like I literally want to have, eventually, in about ten years, I'm gonna have a phone with like six terabytes on it, and it's just gonna have everything that I've ever like. Like you know how people back in the day. Uh, when they was like, oh man, if, if the house ever catches on fire, you want to grab your photo albums and run out? I just want to grab my phone. I just want to grab my phone. <laughs> and it, it, and anything I need is on my phone. Like, that's, that's how I feel, though. But, but so the thing is, is App, Apple Apple currently makes a 512 gigabyte uh-huh. phone. So mm-hmm. like if that's the case, buy yourself a brand new phone. Oh no, I got a big nasty. gigabytes. My XS got to buy a lot of, my XS, my 10S has a lot of, um, has a lot, has ample. Right now, so I mean, it was What's like ample. Five, ah, was, either one twenty eight or six one twenty eight. I think. No, it didn't come in one twenty eight. So it, it was two fifty six or sixty four. Sixty four, two fifty six, or five twelve. It was two fifty six. Okay, so that's a lot of that's a lot of um uh, that's a lot of storage yeah. space. And I want to get you off of memory because memory is you talking about. Same. But anyway, you talking about RAM and ROM, but I, right I, RAM. But so uh, I meant RAM storage Dome. space. This podcast is brought to you by RAM Dome. <laughs> <laughs> no, I definitely meant storage space. I, I mean, obviously, I'm talking about I want all of my pertinent files there. It's not about speed processor speed. It's about storage space. So that kind of thing. Man, hey, look. Get that 512 and it'll last you forever. Eventually. I, and I want to add one more thing. I mean, I think Rumble said the most important thing to him was the alarm. But then he also said that he naturally just be waking <laughs> up. Like, it, it, I mean... <laughs> Explain What's that. also funny about that is he said his phone didn't ring, and I was wondering if anybody was actually calling. <laughs> phone ring to that. Phone, phone, phone didn't ring to that. <laughs> so man, yeah, it's a, it's a whole bunch of things, Rumble man. Good good stuff as always, man. Let me let y'all know what burns my boot at this week. Um, okay, so Los, you gonna find these um, kind of hit close to home a little bit more because Raj, you don't live in the Houston area, so you don't know we had, um, I mean, you might, you know, but you didn't experience the big flooding we had last week, so um, I made a point to say on social media that um, someone asked, why does Houston and New Orleans always flood like that? And I was like, well, New Orleans floods because it's below sea level and Houston floods because you know, Houston wants to be New Orleans so bad that they'll just do oh anything that Louisiana do. <laughs> so, <laughs> so those retarded. I can't boy. love that anymore. <laughs> That's retarded. <laughs> they want to be from Louisiana so bad, so they flood. Oh, y'all want to flood? We can flood. Yeah, too. they want to flood. We're going to flood too. Uh, so, <laughs> anyway, this shouldn't burn my boot at, but it burns my boot at. Marking yourself safe on Facebook. Um, during, <laughs> during, during a storm, Los, what you think about that? <laughs> hey, but listen up. That's one way to keep everybody from texting you, asking you have to answer the phone a bunch of times. You busy, be like, hey, I'm good. So you know, people gonna go on, on Facebook or get wherever on uh, IG or whatever before they go before they go call you or text you. So while they scrolling, be like, oh, I right, I ain't got to call out. He good. <laughs> but it's also, retarded. let me let me throw this in there. Do you actually like whenever it's happening? <laughs> When it's happening, when you hear about something, do you say, oh, damn. Damn, I wonder what happened on if low street. <laughs> Let me go look on Facebook to see if he checked in. Yeah. Like, check I, don't never, I don't never say that. Los, I'll give you, I'll actually like, you know, uh, shout out to you because I actually FaceTimed you, yeah, you did. during shout the flood, out. you know, yeah. and and, uh, and I don't know if I ever seen you that worried. Like, you literally <laughs> looked like you was, I, I, I couldn't hey, tell if he had just put in a new flow. 
<laughs> Boy, I just put in new flows, man. <laughs> spooked out. I never nah, seen Lewis, but, man. I might have to stay at school today. Yeah, <laughs> I, I was really mad more than anything. I was like, damn, I'm going to be stuck here because, you know, our whole parking lot and everything flooded. Mm. Um, you know, then, you know, my daughter, I ain't know, you know, stayed with, you know, how she was doing. Where, you know, I know uh, where her school is. I know it floods over there because it's close to my house. So, Well, you know, you know what you yeah. need to do next time? Get your daughter Facebook. So she could check in, so she could let you know that she alright. So she could all, all her cell phone that hey. rings. <laughs> Look, hey, make sure when you get home, you put safe every time on Facebook. Every time. Your status. Um, so that kind of marking yourself safe ties into another thing that burns my Buddha. This is the same thing that burns my Buddha. And those people who go on Facebook and say, "Man, I hope all my Houston people are is straight out there," and that's their status. <laughs> so, like, both of those things bother me, like equally. Like you marking yourself think, safe, and the person going on there saying, "Man, Houston people, y'all good over there." Both of them. <laughs> that, yeah, that ties that ties big, big into the whole people that just try to give you the news. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, you know Derrick Rose going off. Like you know what I'm saying? Like like we Saints up twenty one three. We follow all the same things. We do. We actually follow all the same things. <laughs> St. Teddy Bridgewater looking good this week. Like, we don't need, I don't need you to post it. Who, who you said? Who you said? Lowe's. Who are you talking about? Teddy! <laughs> Teddy! Amped up, boy. I was, I was geeked up. Teddy! Sunday. Teddy! <laughs> Anyway, um, but like now nah, that 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 post is something that uh, that's more like a Twitter post. You see the those type of posts on Twitter. No, but people do it on like Facebook that. though, Lowe's. Yeah, I don't, I don't. Yeah, I don't be on Facebook like this. I don't know. I know Twitter. You get a lot of those posts, but man. I think Twitter is a place. You know, it's, it's more for that than it is Facebook. Man, after the first drive of the game, oh man, y'all Saints ain't looking too good. What? Like hey, every like post, can, you, you can't continuously post that foolishness. Uh, so let me tie another thing into that. This is a separate thing that burns my boot at in regards to the flooding. Uh, so I'm going to call these people, where's it flooding ass niggas? Uh, <laughs> those people who be hitting people up, them insurance scammers who hit people up and be like, where's it flooding? So they could go dry their car into the water. That burns my right boot at can you please, either one of y'all, explain to me how you come out on top driving your car into the water? Like, I don't get it. I, like, I don't get it. Like, I don't, I don't, I, you I don't, don't understand it as well. You way. don't come out on top because you lose your whip. But let me tell you how you do come out on top. A hailstorm. Oh, yeah, you get that little money and then go to somebody else for it, yeah. What you mean? That's how Oh my goodness, you don't know. So Well, we, you can't so drive to the hailstorm. You can't be like, oh, where's hell in that? Well, I guess you could. Why why not? Yes, you can, bro. Out here in Denver, it hails bad. Like bad to the point where it will fuck up your car and they will total it out, but your car is still drivable. Mm. But don't you That's gotta buy it when they you gotta bro, buy when they total it, yeah. your car, you have to buy it back. You gotta buy it back, though, right? But I I don't understand how if if they told my car out and say you still you're not through paying for it. <laughs> Like and you know the cars depreciate, so I don't understand how how you get money. Say that you know any I don't know if your insurance is gonna buy you a new car. You got exactly. what insurance is that? This is all, exactly. I'm gonna get you a new whip. Don't worry about it. A better whip. Like um, in my head, I, I feel like maybe if you pay for it, then they can like it's paid off. Then they'll give you money for your car. Yeah. And maybe they'll give you a little bit more than you would get for trading it in or selling it to somebody. And maybe t- in yeah. my head, that's the only 
possible way you yeah. come out ahead. But pe- I saw people like with yeah. new like new cars and, and leased cars talking about they're gonna go yeah. flood their car. Out. Like I'm like, how? Why? They're just talking, they're just talking to sound cool. I believe. Uh, I think that's cool. You think that's what it is? But I feel like even it. Yeah, cause I think the insurance they give you the blue book value. I don't. You know, when you take it to dealership, they're trying to they they gonna sell it back to try to make some money. So you know, insurance give you the blue book value, whatever your you know your the actual value of your car. I know the um, the dealership. You know, they trying to they trying to buy it and sell it back, so they trying to make some money. Just from a general I perspective, I, I wouldn't want to I wouldn't want to drive a car that I'm making payments on into that water. You know what I'm saying? Like like Big that's why I brought up the hail thing because mm-hmm. like I, my car could be my car could be paid off and I could get a hit like and it's still gonna be I, I'm just gonna it's gonna be ugly. You know, it's gonna be full of hail damage. <laughs> But it's not gonna. Cellular. It's still gonna work. It's just gonna have cellulite. That's the best thing. Life. That's funny, though. Los, I'm taking that with me. When I see a nigga with a with a hell damaged car, because you know what's crazy, they actually sell the car dealerships out here sell hell damaged vehicles, and they sell them for a much cheaper price. When I see somebody walk off the off the showroom floor with a hell damaged car, I'm telling them about that cellulite. I like yeah, that cellulite, baby. Y'all are y'all are y'all are ridiculous, man. Listen, I added this one to burn that to my what burns my boot at like right before uh we went on air because I saw it on another Facebook thing. You know Facebook burns my boot at. As much as I love Facebook, Facebook burns my boot at. But this is another thing. Uh serious offers only from clowns burns my boot at cut. <laughs> like <laughs> about, about clown shit. It'd be clown shit they selling too. What? Right? What? <laughs> Serious. What is what like is like that recliner, Thomas? <laughs> Don't do it. Don't do it. We're not even gonna do it. We're gonna keep rolling. The uh, <laughs> we're not even gonna, we're not we're not Roger, we're not Roger, gonna allow who saw, Roger who to sold the recliner. But no, it's it, a dude I saw this week was selling. Um, he had two tickets for the Saints, and he wrote what he was at against the Cowboys, lower bowl, this, that, and the third. Then he was like, uh, "Serious offers only." Inbox me, and I and I was like, what? "Like." What? What does that even mean, right? Like, if I hit him in his inbox and was like, "I, I give you fifty for both of them," is he gonna be like, "Oh that's boy, not, that ain't serious." That's not, that's not, a, that's not a serious. So, offer. so what does he serious lose? Offer what did he lose by me telling him that in his inbox, Los? He lost time. He had to respond. <laughs> I look at it, and it took up memory in his uh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but Los, you hit it. You hit it right on the head that he did lose time but the thing is is that i think from the perspective of us three we can't understand why you wouldn't want some joking offers as well what you know like (laughs) i want you to clown or you can go sit up there with them weak ass cowboy you know i want you to i want you to make some jokes about it too you know yeah i'll pay you i'll pay you i'll I'll actually let you give me money for to go to the game yeah right you know what i'm saying why wouldn't i want some some interaction about it like why i gotta be so serious I feel like when I see serious serious inquiries only or serious offers only, like that shit turns me off to the point <laughs> yeah. that I, I'm gonna look for somebody else. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like what you and I think too. I they, be, they want you to overpay. I feel like they want you, you like think, hey, that might have something if, to do if, I'm, if I'm asking if I'm asking four hundred dollars for I want if I paid for I want four from you. No, that's not how this works. Mm-hmm. You selling them tickets, man. You, you got to come down some. Dog. They ain't, it do seem get your like money do, Los, I wholeheartedly agree with it that, it that it does seem like that person that that would put. Serious inquiries only is someone that's asking too much. Yeah, mm-hmm. like I Off feel top. like for serious serious inquiries only, serious inquiries only should mean to me what it should mean is that you seriously gonna give me the money whatever you say. Like we like you can yeah. you can offer me fifty, but don't offer me fifty if you ain't about to pay fifty. 
Like, you know what I mean? Right now. Like, whatever it is, yeah. it means don't Same give me time. some clown offer like you're not really going to pay me what, what you mm-hmm. say. And if that's what it means, okay. But I still don't like the verbiage. And I would have probably said, and I ain't clowning either. Cause, like, if you're going to offer me something, like, I'm really trying to get them things off. I know that's a yeah, lot longer say, to say. So say have money ready. <laughs> Put have money ready, man. Right? Yeah. I, Friends I on the cash app. Those people, yeah. They, they burn my booty because that is just... Uh, it, it like you said, it turns it turns the whole situation into come on, man. Like, who are you? Serious inquiries only. <laughs> who are you, dog? Like, who are you? Like, stop it. That's not shut up. Like, you're selling things on Facebook. Anyway, um, another thing that burns my booty this week. I got a bunch, man. It's been a, a burnt booty. Like, I feel like those of y'all who don't know, I might go back one of these days and take all these things that burn my Buddha and just stick them one after the other and make a comedy special called Burns My Buddha. It's going to be right after Rumble um, that brings me to my next point. We're going to drop them both as a double disc um, comedy CD where we just say things that we observe in the world because I guess that's how comedy works. But the next thing that burns my Buddha is group texts that turn into one-on-one conversations. Oh. I'm just going. I'm just going to let you bad. know. I'm going to let you know. I was walking through the hallway at work today, <laughs> and I said, "I said to myself, I said, Al, Aldo, write these things down, because there's some things that burn my booty too, but I don't ever write it down. But definitely, that's something that I should have wrote down. Yes, indeed. <laughs> when someone, when it, when it, when it turns into, yeah, I mean, I don't even understand. Like, and to be honest with you, I'm, I'm actually, uh, uh, I'm a part of that sometimes. Like, mm-hmm. I've had a conversation. <laughs> With someone in a group text, and I think to myself, "Damn, I probably shouldn't be doing this to the ten other people in this group." But oh, man. I'm not. I'm also lazy. I'm too lazy to start a new conversation in another group. Like, hey, let's take this out of here so we don't bother them. No, nah, we just gonna continue. Like that should no, be a, my my people do that all the time. There should be a percentage. Uh, Los, think about that. There should be a percentage, and I'm, I'm just gonna float this out here. Both of y'all, y'all agree or disagree? I, this is I'm I'm working through this in real time. There should be a percentage, like, if it's two people in the group and both people are interacting, then that's great. Hopefully both of you are interacting. If it's three people and two of you are talking, that's two-thirds of the group, which is 66%, which I think is okay. Like, two of you can be talking in a group of three. If it's four people and two people are going back and forth in a long conversation, it's 50%, and I think once it hits 50%, you should have it as a one-on-one. Let's say it's five people. And two people are talking, that's not enough. But if three people are talking out of the five, mm. that's 60%, I think that it's okay for the group chat. But it can't be too long, though. Right? If, <laughs> if it's yeah. just three people talking out of that group, you well, can't have an hour-long pe- text line. I don't know. Sometimes Three people two, out, of five, out of five or six? You're right. You're right. But, I mean, it's, 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 it's more acceptable. Because, like, three out of six, yeah. I would say take it somewhere else. Mm, four out of seven i'd be like man you know that's four people in the group like if it's 10 people in a group and three are conversating conversing that and and having a big long talk once again think about these numbers i'm saying but once it gets over 50 like six out of the 10 people in a 10 person group are talking Mm. that is in essence what a group chat is supposed to be so i'm just gonna go ahead on and say above 50 percent. that's what i'm going with what i i want to i want to enter i want to say this I always got one kind of like off the wall burns my boot and what burns my boot is that one android person that makes uh, the, makes the shit green. green. I want to uh. say I want to say shout out to the group chat BFWWV3 yeah for being a great group chat. V2 was like because that too. Everybody got everybody got iPhones mm-hmm. so it's always blue. You mm-hmm. can send 
gifs, gifs. I'm calling them gifs. You can call them gifs. You can send gifs. You can, you know what I'm saying? You can do everything that you can do on an iPhone with iMessage and it's, and it's phenomenal. And when boys post something, somebody chime in. And I think that that other people in the group say, oh, he chimed in first. So I'm not going to have to, we got a great thing. It's diverse. It's diverse. And it's a diverse group of people in that, in that BFW V3. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Ask about it. (laughs) Ask (laughs) ask about it. Our group chat. Uh, Yeah. Don't let it, don't be the one who's turned into that one on one man. Okay, I got two other things that burn my boot in. Uh, Los, um, this one is you. You peeped this one, and I told you I was gonna talk about this one on the podcast. Um, public music listeners burn my boot in. Um, so we was out with Los people, man. Shout out! This podcast is brought to you by Eddie K. <laughs> <laughs> Eddie Light Eyes. That boy, Eddie Light Eyes was boy. sitting there watching the Saints with us on Sunday. That boy had the ground pods in his ear. Not to be confused with the AirPods. Please don't. That boy had the ground daddies in his ear because they had to be grounded to the phone. And um, <laughs> and that man was listening to something the whole game. Like I'm talking about bumping too. Though. Like, oh man, public music listeners burn my boot Like without headphones? No, w- no, I'm saying with the ground pods. That's, you know, that's the yeah. connected daddy AirPods. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't like, uh, I don't, I, you know, I feel, I feel you on the ground pods. Man. That's hilarious. I don't like, uh, I don't like when people ride in my car and they put their head on. Like, no, I need to be Shout able out to this podcast brought something. to you by Tim and Smeans. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man. I don't want you in my passenger seat with headphones on. At all. I don't like that. Watching, watching this podcast iPad. is brought to you by, uh, by Meerkat. Meerkat do shit like that, bro. The, the funny part is, Eddie was in there. He was actually like bobbing his head yeah. in that thing. Like, on it. Like, while the game, when we talking, going back and forth, jumping around, hopping around, he just sitting there. But you know, he be on another planet too sometimes. So. <laughs> I mean, shout out Eddie. They, but they, you remember in college, Los? I know you went to HBCU, so I know that they like. I saw a little post recently, and you know how black people always. And I, I'm gonna. I'm not even gonna say black people. I'm not even gonna do it like this. But they had a post that was like the different type of guys and the different type of girls, like. And it was like, oh, this is the Mister So and So. I know you saw those posts, Los, and it was like, oh, he probably he do this on the low. He always asking this. He always asking, and it was like pictures of different men and it had these characteristics on it. And then, oh no, I didn't see Okay, that. so they was reposting it everywhere, like which type of guy mm-hmm. is each person, and they was commenting, and it was like a little thing last week. So I saw like an HBCU equivalent one where it was like, oh, this is the um, athlete, and this is the the star athlete, and this is the um, frat guy, and this is the so and so, and it had a whole bunch of different people, and it had their little characteristics. So it was a little knockoff of that, um, but it was mm-hmm. kind of funny. And I, the one that they didn't have, they had campus rapper. Um, but I thought it was funny because I always thought that there was always a headphone guy at HBCUs. I don't know if yes, there was a headphone always. guy at yes uh, PWIs, but Los, I think I think it, I think it was. It probably was. Tell me about the picture. What, what is the headphone guy to you, Los? I think the, the headphone guy at, at, our, at our school. He was the dude. You don't, you don't know what he, he got a backpack full of some of everything. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he might have. He might have homework. He got he got the note to test for the next the other class. Uh, a couple of dime bags of weed, some already rolled mm-hmm. up blunt, blunts. He know he know what a drink is. He know what a pull. He got some flyers. He handing out flyers. You know what I'm saying? He, 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 got, he got everything in his backpack, dog. He can get you one of the rooms at, at the school. Absolutely. You know he got everything in the backpack, dog. 
that that was the headphone guy at, at, at my school. He had he just had a, he had headphones in, listening music, and a backpack full of CDs, movies. He had everything in that backpack. And when we was in school, that was our little dude. like maybe he had some studio headphones. Like he was about to go in the in the studio to like like you know the precursor to Beats with um with like with a, a you know with a cord. The or maybe yeah. he just had some regular Walkman Daddy yeah. headphones. Uh, Cause yeah, like I, literally, I, I, my guy had the, that guy had the Walkman Daddy. Yeah, my guy. Did we even have iPad iPods when we were? I mean, like when we no. were freshmen? I don't no. think so. No, you didn't. <laughs> I don't think so. No, no, nah, but we see, we were still CD players. Somebody had MP3 players. I remember MP3 players became a thing re- fairly soon into college. That people Beats had- by Dre. I'm gonna say this. Beats by Dre. This podcast is brought to you by Jay Mitch, by Jared Mitchell. This Beats by Dre didn't come out until after he got to college. Okay. So, because I remember he got the first set and, and I got the second set. Mm-hmm. Like, it was because I, I saw him, I'm like, damn, that's the Beats. You know, when Beats first came out, it was like, I, my, like it was almost like an, untouch, an untouchable item. Mm-hmm. It was almost like a, a, Cuban, yeah. a Cuban chain with. With, with he got them things as like a, as like an LSU gift type thing, some shit like, like that. Like at a bowl game or something that they was giving them or something. Yes, yeah, exactly. So like you know mm-hmm. like that's what it was, and so you know regular people didn't have beats. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that so you no know, beats. Whenever we whenever we was on campus, and whenever y'all boys for sure was on campus, we had them. We had them. The foam circle daddies. Foam circle daddies. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That was as good as it got. <laughs> And then the guy who always listened to him, he ain't had no phone on here. He didn't have no phone no more. What's wrong with him? <laughs> His phone was gone. I remember the you remember the little the little daddies we had with his kids with the Walkmans that had the um the little foam on the ear that used to peel off. Yeah, that was yeah. <laughs> Boy. You mess around, lose one of them. You had metal on your metal. ear. Straight plastic to ear action, dog. That's yeah. funny, dog. Yeah, I remember those. Oh, uh, last. Well, yeah, I mean, whenever we was whenever we was freshmen, for sure we had CDs. So I think mm-hmm. I still had a Walkman for sure, yeah, like I, a disc, a discman. I just yeah. don't remember walking yeah. around bumping it. Nah, I didn't. I ain't only did that when it's game day. I remember being ready to <laughs> rap, like because you know campus rapping. That's what I was doing. I remember sitting in a room, like listening to a beat over and over, and on like. Definitely on like my little um my little CD player, but also like mm-hmm. with my headphones on like a little walk, like yeah, but not walking around listening to music. That just never was my thing. So I guess that's the natural, like the natural evolution of the person who walks around listening to music on campus is those people like you just say like Meerkat them who sit down with them headphones and and potentially Eddie was that guy in college who had them headphones on at all the time. So. It's yeah. just a little bit different. Eddie, 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 probably, Eddie probably with the guy in college who had everything like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he does. He does. <laughs> he he does strike me as Eddie, the cat who would have had everything. Eddie, Eddie still has everything like that. He does. You, Eddie call you right now until you got four or five tires for sale <laughs> for your car. <laughs> Somebody at the barbershop, you're going to get them. You want them? He, he out the blue. He right now. Man. <laughs> hey, man, one more thing. The last thing that burned my boot at this week is um, um I'm just going to call them. Where y'all going after ass niggas? Oh, turn up boys, man. Listen, sometimes we just like to go places and sit down and watch the game. Or like just go, like are we at a bar and we having a drink and we watch the game? Why does it always have to be where y'all going after? Cause what's the move? It don't have to be some. What's the move? Home. 
Like, oh. what's the move, boys? Burn my blood. Let me ask you. Let me ask you a question, though. Let me counteract that question. I'm listening. Back in the back in the G, whenever we was chilling, and we got the we got the turn up girls that was saying, "What y'all doing after?" <laughs> then, then what? Hey man, did I at any point say anything about a girl in what burned my boot? I'm just making sure it's not. I'm just making sure that this is very, very uh, gender based. Oh, you trying to post game? Oh, y'all trying to post game? Oh, oh. <laughs> I ain't, oh, we trying to post. Okay, I figured. I oh, figured that's the crib. I did not even. I am totally puzzled. Oh right, man, listen. Let me. Um. Well, I had an observation. I just want to say this. And I'm asking y'all a question before I get into the real meat of the podcast, which I'm we way down the line now. But um, this is an observation I just had. So when you shoot the ball in the trash can, think about it. Get, don't say it. Just think right now. You got it. You got you got a piece of paper. You balled it up. You you cross over a little, little little jab step. Usually a little jab step. Sometimes you hit them with the with the with the euro or something. Boom boom. But normally it's a jumper. Fade away. Boom. Let it go. What name come out your mouth? Don't say it. Think about it. Picture yourself doing it. Those of you who out here out there listening, picture yourself doing it. What name do you say? And I really only think there's one name that's it, like that's for me, but maybe I'm wrong. All right, Lois, what do you say? It depends on what move. If I do the oh, euro, oh nah, it don't. It shouldn't depend. But go ahead, go ahead. I'm saying if I do the euro and lay it up, I'm Westbrook. Okay. If I if I shoot the fadeaway, I'm Jordan. Okay, Jordan. That's what you say. Okay, cool. Raj. So I'm gonna say this most of the time I don't make it. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> but when I do make it, or when I do the euro and any any move when I do it, and I'm nice. Like when I really like put some effort into it, it's always, 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 always. Don't do them like that smooth. Are you you so I'm, I'm, you yourself? I'm always calling myself. Wow, myself. y'all are ridiculous too individual. I thought it was a common world phenomenon that every this player was never my favorite player. But anytime I shoot the ball in the trash can, it's always Kobe. It's always I mean, that Kobe. Is. No, that is. That definitely it was Kobe. that's the truth. You're, Jordan. you're speaking MJ. facts. Jordan. <laughs> so I said this in front of a group of teachers the other day, because I shot in the trash can and I said Kobe. And it was like, you know the kids don't say Kobe anymore. I was like, no. And it was like, yeah, they don't say Kobe. I was yeah. like, who do they say? She's like, well, one one of the ladies was like, oh, my kids say LeBron. And then the other one was like, my kids say Steph. I was like, wow. They say Steph and LeBron when they shoot the ball in the trash can. The, the paper you know, in the trash when can. You, when, you, when you exaggeratingly shoot the ball into the trash can and say Kobe, it is a fadeaway <laughs> that is out of this world, right? Kobe. Whenever, if you, to be able to say Steph... You gotta shoot that thing from the building over. <laughs> like if we're gonna from be the exaggerating Steph, you can't just shoot it in and fade away and say Steph children. Like you need to, you need to be in the next building if you're gonna say Dude, Steph. perfect, huh? You gotta, you gotta, you gotta go, you gotta go to the high school and shoot that thing to elementary school. You gotta go up to the to the uh, what you call those things, the ceiling tiles, and take one out over the trash can, oh, yeah. and one out over the desk. Throw that thing into the ceiling. And shoot that thing through there. And you got to come back through the <laughs> Steph don't even sound cool to say when you shoot it. Nah, nah. It's Curry. Steph. Steph. I, like, I like Steph. I like that. Curry. It just got to... It can't... It, Curry. Steph sounds so fire to me, but it just has to be a very far <laughs> shot. So it can't be with yeah. a piece of paper. You okay. Know? 
Gotta shoot a, it's gotta be with a hard like a banana peel or something. You know, like something <laughs> it's gotta be something hard. A juice box. You gotta you gotta get the juice a, box and shoot a the juice, juice box. A juice box that has not the been drinking yet. A fool. Yeah, your milk. I hate both you gotta throw your whole milk in. And you shoot that thing from down the hall. Like in the cafeteria. Yeah, from the, from the, the gym to the cafeteria. <laughs> Hey man, hey man, y'all 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 ain't wrong when you're right, man. Look, I'm I don't know why these things are on my mind, man. It was one one other thing. I'm just gonna ask this, and I'm listen. I'm I know I'm on a tangent. I know we got a real story to talk about, but okay. I was listening to a Chopped and Screwed album the other day, and I in my mind it was the best Chopped and Screwed album ever. So I did some researching to find what other people say. Some of them that they say are the best um, Chopped and Screwed albums ever. When it comes to your mind, what do you think is the best album that was ever chopped and screwed? DJ Screw June 27. Okay, that's what you got. Okay, sure. Classic. You're supposed to go with that. Raj. And them fuck actions, too. No, she only had one. <laughs> you only had one, Los. I got asthma, man. My bad. I got asthma. You just killed Raj. You killed him. I just know killed you killed him. him. I just know you smashed killed him. smashed me. Oh. Yeah, I was waiting for my moment. I was waiting patiently. And Los wanted to give my. I didn't know you was on them though. You ain't from. You, you wasn't around here like well, that. Well, fuck actually, freshman year of college, I, we was on them things heavy, heavy. Yeah, no, I just, I just think that the person that went with all of the fuck actions was like next level. Mm-hmm. Cause like it was cool, you know, like you screw rap music, you know, like or you screw Lil Flip or DJ Screw, you know, like you screw all of that. But like then somebody came with like that Usher. That was like Michael Watts, right? Yeah. That was Michael. I mean, that's 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 why Michael Watts is Michael Watts. I'm I'm pretty sure like like Swisher House and the Fuck Action album CDs was Swisher House. Pretty sure about that. I'm, so. I'm, yeah, no, they were they were okay. You swish your house. <laughs> yeah, that was. And so, like, <laughs> yeah, I just, it's nothing like it was. It was next it level again. at that point in time. Let me hear you swish your house again. Hear. Can I use swish house again? Say it again, please. Swish your house. <laughs> 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 you know it's impossible to sound bad when you're in slow motion. Yeah, I, I, nigga I, can't <laughs> sing, and you put him in slow motion, he can sing. Right, that is hilarious. Okay, so some other albums that came that up where it was like the Carter Two, uh, So Far Gone, Space Age Forever, Mississippi the album that David Banner, most known unknown, Three Six Mafia, and The Sound of Revenge, Chameleonaire. These all came up, but for me, like honestly, all of those like were formative. Like, I was actually a big, 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 big fan of 400 Degrees Chopped and Screwed, too. Like, I remember getting mm. that around, I don't know, old, like 99, 2000, or whatever it was. Mm. And that was that was big. But for me, it was Urban Legend Chopped and Screwed by Paul Wall. I'm not sorry, Urban Legend. Is that what it's called? Urban Legend? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, man. Man. Paul Wall, you know what I mean? With the with the T.I.P. Baby. That T.I. Chopped the screw. Like, I can't hear those last three, four songs like Stand Up. I can't hear them songs regular speed. I can only hear them like, it's my, that song with Daz Dillinger. I know you sucker niggas wish that you would, my life. Uh, man, that was, that was for me. Okay, I'm just saying. I just, I wanted to know. I You went, I feel like you went. Very, very song-esque, and I didn't. So, fuck yeah, Fuck Action's my favorite. Uh-huh. All of them. But my favorite Chopped and Screwed song of all time, no matter what, it'll never change, is Candy on Chrome. Hmm. And I like Candy on Chrome, Chopped and Screwed, way Who made that song? better. 
Big T. Big T in the house tonight. In the house tonight. <laughs> la da 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 <laughs> that one is also a great chopped and screwed song. Yeah, I mean that was an it was definitely an era. It was definitely a time. Shit, um, what was uh still tipping is crazy. Chopped and screwed, yeah. honestly. Like yeah. anything from that oh one to oh five range. Yeah, man, you had some of the some best chopped and screwed music. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Anything that came out then, they had was possible, and it, that's and that coincided with the South having some of the hottest albums so it was already slow slow loud and banging and then you chopped it and screwed it mm. some more yeah man like zero had something there too man yeah it was yeah chop it screw i feel it. like that was that was the birth and i don't know a lot about like the history of like houston but i feel like that was the birth of like houston mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying like like for real for real i'm talking about like houston the way it is now slow down you know, like those kind of like swing out beats, but mm-hmm. like real slow. I feel like that all happened in our lifetime. It wasn't like on no Earth, Wind, and Fire shit back in the seventies. You know? No, like it wasn't. It wasn't that far back. Like I feel like Houston was born. So Houston, in our lifetime, Houston's two artists that you would, if you look at the Houston um, like hip hop scene and whatever else, you you would probably go back to Aura and Juice Jones. Um, you know, I saw you. And him and standing him. in the rain, walking in the rain, yeah, walking in the walking rain. in the rain. I'm sorry, right. I thought you were you holding were holding hands, and I, yeah, I forgot. See, that I followed you the other day. Yeah, <laughs> I almost pulled out the blammy and flat back. All of you, yeah, okay. So that oh. was like <laughs> that was like the first one, and then then it would be Ghetto Boys. Um, and I mean, you know, but like when. It was Ghetto Boys and then UGK, but that's not necessarily Houston. But I mean, honestly, you're right. Like around our senior year in high school, and I, I junior for me, me and Los definitely around that time, ninety nine, ninety. It was like little, the little flips of the world, and um, yeah, and the Big T and the Botany Boys, Big Pokey, Fat Pat, yeah, and, and Lil Mario, and but ESG, I, yeah. and um, you know, I, th- all I think of them. they were Lil jumping Kiki out here before then, though. That that was that was happening when we were old enough to know that that was happening. You know what I mean? Like, so, absolutely. So, that, did you progress to it. Al, Al, did you hear uh, Screw before you came to Houston? Absolutely. I mean, before you got to college? Absolutely. Before, before you got to, oh, you, I didn't, I didn't, we didn't have Screw and Make a Tree Pour yet till I got out of oh. here. I was like, what is that? So, wow. So, okay, so I think that this is something we've talked about in the pod before, and maybe I'm wrong, maybe I'm right. But I think when we grew up in New Iberia, we always kind of, as really young, we aspired like New Orleans stuff was live. Like Master P mm-hmm. and Cash Money used to come to New Iberia in Lafayette and do concerts yeah. when they were just yeah. getting whatever. And then sometime around, I would say 96, 97, we started wanting to, like Houston was the city that people from where we from used to be like, Houston is live. So I'm thinking mm-hmm. maybe, maybe Shreveport, Dallas was live. I mean, yeah, everybody thought, everybody thought Dallas was the, was the shit. So, yeah. Houston was live when we was 97, 98. So, we knew all that. Yeah. Absolutely. Houston was it. Like, yeah. Houston was Houston was a bigger version of New Orleans. New Orleans yeah. was cool, but it was right there. It was home. It was like, ah, nah, let's find something else. Kind of like what we talked about on the D Spence episode where it was like, the grass is greener. So, we were looking for something different. Mm-hmm. New Orleans was cool. I'm with it. I'm with Wayne. I'm with Baby. I'm with Manny Fresh. I'm with all yeah. them boys. But... Man, this Houston stuff, this chopped and screwed, 
this banging on the bleachers making beats like freestyle and yeah. I feel like that's where freestyle like, to really started <laughs> you know like and I come through yeah but I uh, in, in Shreveport when I got when I came to school it wasn't school wasn't out like that when mm-hmm. I got like my freshman year like towards the spring like maybe after like 2001 that, that, that spring 2001 then I came home I was on that school and everybody was like hey man you got that you know, hey, bring this school, bring this school, yeah. bring this, here, bring you know. So it kind of it, it was late getting up there. That's kind of that's kind of crazy, Los, because I was on that shit in middle school. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I was on like screwed up music, like in middle school. Like, I was on the Houston stuff when I was young, and that's crazy. I mean, that's you know, I get it. Like, I, I people in, I always tell people, people will ask me. Where you from? You know, I'm out here and they ask me where you from, and I say I'm from Louisiana. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. Monroe. Shreveport, and I'm like, man, that's a whole different place. Like, that's a completely different. It's almost a different state. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, y'all, y'all boys on Dallas, and down there we was on Houston. Mm-hmm. So I, I get it why it got to you late. And people from New yeah. Orleans was on New Orleans because they be on themselves. <laughs> that's that's crazy. Before before I say um, a couple of those those stories that I want to talk to, man, let's pay some bills this week, man. So five young Xavier alumni have come together to create the Black Coffee Company, man. Y'all visit theblackcoffeecompany.com to check out their art, apparel, and uh, definitely their coffee. With five unique blends of Colombian, Brazilian, Ethiopian, and Peruvian coffees, these brothers are giving you some of the best java from around the globe and some food for thought as well. These fellas aren't only distributing quality coffee. They preach the major tenets of entrepreneurship, financial freedom, and community empowerment. Uh, the whole movement is dope, but don't take my word for it. Visit theblackcoffeecompany.com to see what all the fuss is about. The Black Coffee Company, coffee for the culture. If you really sleepy and you want a nice little pep, get you some black coffee. And you get your rep. I'm talking coffee in the morning, made by Negroes. I'm talking about coffee made by Negroes. Uh, black coffee. That's how you feel, Los. Hey, man, look, that is not the official theme of black coffee, even though that's what Los <laughs> seems to think it is, man. Hey, it is what it is. Hey, listen, we talk about black things, so let's talk about some other black things, man. BET Plus has thrown their hat into the streaming game. It is a new streaming service backed by Tyler Perry. It had actually dropped last week on the 19th, <laughs> uh, last Thursday. It costs $9.99 a month. And uh, it's BET Plus. What are your thoughts on BET Plus? Roger, I know you have great thoughts about BET Plus streaming service. So I think I, I'm, I'm super duper off streaming services. All of them. Every single one of them. Oh, uh, I, I can't I can't continue to pay nine ninety nine to everybody. You know, so what I, I actually took a look in the BET plus and one of the featured shows is the Bobby Brown story. So that came out about a year ago and BET had an app where basically if you had BET in your when your cable package, you know, or, or if you paid for it, or it, I guess if you had BET plus, you can watch it. Mm-hmm. But if they do if they go the route of you can't watch the Bobby Brown story, you can't watch uh, uh, you can watch it if you got surviving cable. Beyonce. Oh, maybe I'm just about to say. That's what I'm saying. Maybe I don't know what it's. I don't know exactly what they're gonna do because basically ESPN Plus has ESPN.com where I can go on and watch some extra games. But if I want to watch this specific game, I gotta get ESPN Plus. Or if I want to watch this specific, you know what I'm saying. So like, if they start to do well, that, live sports is a little different. You know, live sports is a little different, but but it's not because because like what's another one that I don't like is. 
um, is DC Universe. So I'm super big into the comic book, uh, you know, shows and, and, and movies. And now if I want to watch something that's anything DC related, I got to go pay $7.99 at DC Universe to watch that. Like, so in comparison to other things, do you think BT Plus is worse, better, or on par? Um, so BET plus only, only, I mean, in it probably unpopular opinion about BET, but only, only, um, only caters to one demographic. Um, and so no, I think it's worse. I, I feel, I kind of, I hope it works out. You know, I want to support it, but I hope I, it, I'm not, I'm not gonna, I'm not getting it. Los, what you think about BET plus? Hey, I already downloaded it. It's black, <laughs> it's black entertainment television, boy. I don't care if it's nine nine nine. When they come out with the gold, I'm getting the gold. When they come out with the platinum, I'm getting the platinum. It's BET Black Entertainment Television. I ain't gonna watch it, but I'm giving my nine 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 every month. I'm supporting my people. You know what I'm saying? Power to the people. I got my fist up right now with my black beret on. I don't as care the what only you say. person who got title as their streaming service, I support black business, man. That's all I gotta say. Hey, about point you. blank. <laughs> and and I'm gonna watch it while I'm eating a Popeye chicken sandwich. Let me let me tell y'all what's on BET Plus. This might this might change your your opinion, Raj. This thing got Tyler Perry movies. Okay, whatever. It also got like the BET Sister Network movies. I mean shows like Love and Hip Hop, Basketball Wives, Ti and Tiny, Soul Man. So they got all of that. They also got <laughs> Real Husbands of Hollywood, New Edition, the New Edition thing. They got the Quad. They got old College Hill episodes, old Comic View episodes. Hell Day, Single Ladies, Meet the Browns, Baldwin Hills, and every one of the old BET Awards shows. You know what I mean? One other thing that they have, the plot thickens. They have the exclusive home for Martin. All Martin episodes. Tell me, that ain't working. So what y'all? So what y'all thinking about BET Plus? I just threw some things out there. I mean, the the reason I'm I'm interested in the Martin thing is, you know, Netflix had that bidding war with a couple of different mm-hmm. streaming services over Friends, and Netflix played a hundred million dollars to get the rights to Friends, and this was like in December, and everyone was saying, "Oh man, look, they might have made a great move because you know everybody wanted Friends because it's just such a like people just rewatch it in syndication because it's such a great show." Mm-hmm. And boys got Martin though. I mean, they getting living. If they get in living color, they corner the market, boy. <laughs> I need in living color now. If they get in living color, they selling me. They smelling. Yeah, they got. Yeah, all I think. Of I think Fresh Prince would set it off for me. Like whoever, whoever, whoever drops the streaming service with the Fresh Prince, and the other one that you kind of had me at, and, and I guess maybe I don't know Comic if you Joe Boys as much as it do with me is Comic View. Yeah, they got. The old Comic View episodes? Okay, like, you might have me. Comic I forgot View that BET, BET was like... Coming at you six nights a mm-hmm. week. Get your laugh on. Mm-hmm. Hey, when you want to get your laugh on. Get your Look laugh on, baby. You don't remember? I just memory. love to watch it with, with red foxes hanging memory. out that little, the little ball. Oh, like, Nigga wow. got a whole ball set up on stage. They did. Now, if, if if they get BET at the dark on there. Nah. BET uncut. <laughs> yeah, uncut. Yeah, BET uncut. They get uncut on there. <laughs> My if you get a cut on that, it's, yes. a, it's a problem. Okay, so now we talking. Now we talking. If they had like BT, Midnight Love, and Quiet Storm, Video Soul, like all the old hey, music videos, what? now that'll be some shit. I might pay ninety nine nine ninety nine. I might some not of pay the basement episodes. I'm paying yeah, like, I already paid. I paid up for the year already. No, I mean literally. If I could go in there and be like, man, let me watch that LL Cool J. I need love video right now. 
Let me go watch that. Mm. Mon- I mean, I guess you could go watch it all on YouTube. So, I guess that's a, a thing. Eh. And you go have me go ranching. But it's still. I mean, I feel like there was a lot of. I feel like there was a lot of like Breakfast Club esque interviews mm-hmm. on BET before the Breakfast Club was even thought of. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like where people was very candid and like they like, video yeah, like soul. That, that they used to be sitting be on cool. like video soul, yeah. if I'm not mistaken. Like with that, Donnie that was, Simpson, yeah, like would all be of that interviewing people. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that might be. That might be pretty dope to pull out some of those things that we just kind of forgot about, but have them all in one place where it was like, okay, 1997, 1984. Like, I would yeah, love yes. to, to watch some of that. That'd be great. You know what's, you know what's something you're saying that, and they already, that, that idea has already been, been uh, put, put forth. WWE has a network, has a streaming service oh. where you could go and watch every single thing. So why? Every single Raw, every single SmackDown, every single SummerSlam. So why I got I a, why got I got a password? I got one from Blake. Shout out this podcast brought to you by Blake Vito. He shot, he shot me a, um, a password a couple years back. So yeah, I can watch all of the, the pay-per-views from back. I'm like, let me watch um, Halloween Havoc 1991. Ric Flair against... <laughs> I just be sitting there I was watching the old wrestling. I don't watch the new wrestling <laughs> like that, but the, the old wrestling... I'm for it. I'm lying. I watch the new wrestling too, man. Like, <laughs> just not every week. I'm just not an avid watcher, but I, I watch the old, the new wrestling too. Oh, uh, man, look, th- this is a big story that I just really feel like it needs to, we need to at least chime in on because this story has really been, it's something that's on social media and it's something that's in, in the public and I think we, we should give it some time, right? So three teenagers were shot and killed in Conyers, uh, Georgia. That's a suburb, Southeast um, Atlanta suburb and um, basically last Monday morning at around 4 a.m. Um, two 16 year olds and one 15 year old approached three guys in the front yard and tried to rob them at gunpoint. They said that the the the, the robbers had masks on their face and they shot five shots at the crib. So I'm I'm kind of confused on who they were robbing, but they were robbing somebody in the front yard and they shot at the crib. One of the people who they were robbing, evidently, was the homeowner. And he came back with an AR-15. Dude had a sign on his property that said, trespassers will be shot. And he killed all three of them. Um, like, they said that um, they had some people on the news talking about it. The ambulance. The cops came immediately and said it took the ambulance a little while. But all three of the, the boys died. Two of them died on the way to the hospital. One of them died in the yard. Um, so... The three men, obviously, they won't be getting the Trayvon Martin uh, treatment. R.I.P. to Isaiah Reed, Jaime Hernandez, and Brandon Gresham. You know what I'm saying? It, it's, it's always tough to see young black men, especially young boys, getting killed like that. But um, social media had, let's just say, mixed reactions. Um, a lot of people were saying it was overkill. And the community gathered to release balloons and remember the three teens. It was at least 300 people out there. And they were calling for healing and accountability. Um and it was like a lot of things were just kind of like a lot of different emotion about it. Um, one of the neighbors actually went on TV. His name was Chico Chapman. And um, he's actually like he was just he was really kind of like talking about he, it was really interesting to hear. It's about an eight minute interview. So look it up. And he's just telling you what happened and how one of the kids died in his front yard and how he was over there trying to help him and calling the police and everything. And um but he was really just kind of, he wasn't painting them as terrible people, but he wasn't painting mm-hmm. the dude who shot him as terrible people either. He was just like, look, dude had his mama in the house. He was overprotective of his mama. Somebody shot at his house. So he murdered him. I mean, like, he was like, I heard pop, pop, pop. And then I heard do, 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 do. 
Like, and he was like, I knew it was that AR, so I knew who it was. Because mm. I know dude. He was like, dude, the truck driver. And mm. the crazy thing is, when he did that interview, people online thought Chico Chapman was the dude who killed him because they had put pictures of him. He's an older black guy, like, next to the guys who got killed. Let me tell you what's even crazy twist. Chico Chapman's 16-year-old son goes to the same school as the three boys who got killed. And everybody mm. at the school, like, think his daddy the one who killed him. Like, this, it's just a wild, mm. wild situation all around. Um, but I'm, I'm asking you guys these two things. What are your thoughts in general on that overkill, how the community is, like, doing it, and just kind of the, the situation as a whole? Because um, I, I got thoughts. And I mean, I gave y'all a lot of just kind of backstory, but what are your thoughts? Raj, I'll start with you. What are your, what are your general thoughts on this? So, uh, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a bring up a story. Me and this podcast brought to you by Gramstar. Me and Gramstar was riding down the road one day. We was in the hood and they had a dude that had this, a young kid. I'm going to say he probably was about 15, 16, had a big ass gun and he was riding on his bike and he pointed the gun at the truck. Hmm. And he didn't do nothing, you know, like me and me and Graham Star just kind of like ducked a little bit, you know, like turned off. But if he would have shot and if I had that tool on me and I had the opportunity to prove to this dude that I was better at guns than him, then I probably would have laid him down. <laughs> so all I'm saying is, is homeboy, like, you know, the boy shot first. Wow. You know, like, like I get it. Like you're out, you're out in the yard. And I think even if they didn't shout for shot, shoot first. Uh, I maybe would have been able to justify in my mind and in verbally a little bit of overkill. But man, whenever you go at somebody, no matter if it's retaliation, no matter if it's drugs involved, no matter what, you're on that person's property. All right, so you're trespassing, and I don't, I'm not, I'm not, I don't care what state it is, stand your ground. If that person lay you down before you could lay him down, then you probably deserved it. Mm. So I'm not, no, I, 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 I see it as completely justified, completely justified. Uh, well, Los? the story I read, uh, well, I guess the article I read that some of the guys were down the street, correct? So I guess when they shot at the house, they weren't trying to rob him, the guy who shot them, were they? Well, I, that part, I just don't know. I, I really don't that's know. The, that's the part. Yeah. I'm kind of confused on I've that been, part. I read so like I at know. least four stories now, and I couldn't figure that part yeah, out. Yeah. Hey, that's what I was, it's a hole when it comes to who were they actually trying to rob. Now, if they were trying to rob him. And, and and shot at his house. Now, yes, justified. But if they weren't robbing him, and you come out and just shooting some kids down the street, you know what I'm saying? Now, I, now I do not. I don't agree with kids robbing out here and all that. Now, you robbing with a gun, you know? Yes, you probably gonna get shot. But if I come out and I hear some shots outside, and I see some kids running, and they ain't rob me, I'm not gonna. I'm not busting their head. Okay. Now, if you rob, if you tried to rob me, I'm definitely shooting at you, trying to kill every last one of y'all. Because I don't know if you gonna no. come back or not. I, Lewis, I want to ask you a question. Look, if we leave in the club, let's say we leave in the club and me and uh you you park somewhere else, me and me and Aldo road together, you park somewhere else and you see some you see some dudes in the alley and uh and they're like, Yeah, we're about to go get this nigga Aldo and Raj. You're not gonna you're not gonna shoot. That, that's y'all that's, that's y'all. But that's y'all though. Well that's what I'm saying. Well, they, so you maybe don't know who community. this was to that yeah, person. Maybe they neighbors. Yeah, yeah. Like this okay. Community. That makes sense. That makes sense. Because people do be wanting to protect their neighbor. Like, you remember I told yeah. y'all this story before, like uh, when I first moved into my current crib, I was at the, the job one day and I got a call from my neighbors and they was like, hey, man, uh, do you know somebody named so-and-so or whatever? And I was like, nah. 
And they was like, oh, because they in your backyard right now saying they know you. Um, and then the dude took off running. And I called the cops. And what had happened was the cops came and everything was whatever. It's a crazy story. But long story short, my neighbor heard some racket in my backyard, heard a glass getting broke, and then got stood up by the fence. It was an a older white lady. And she said, um, hey, do you know the person who lives here? And the dude was like, yeah. He's like, well, what's his name? And dude didn't know. He's like, what's your name? And the dude didn't say that. She's like, well, um, I'm on the phone right now with the homeowner. And she was like, and I got this 45 with me. This I swear Ooh, to God on everything. Man. She told him, and I got this 45 with me. And she said the nigga just took off running. Like, I did y'all. Like, I need to get to know my neighbor. She was ready to, she was ready to <laughs> splatter him. Like, just because that's my neighborhood. That makes like, sense. Yeah. So, some people like that about their neighborhood. So, a crazy thing about it is, and not even crazy, but I'm just putting this out there. The shooter and the suspects were all black. Would it have made a difference if it was like a white dude or a Hispanic dude who killed them three black boys? And then, I mean, not that it would have made a difference, but do you think no, the outpour? Do you think the outpour would have been more? Like, would, oh, yes, yeah. I do. That's crazy. Oh yeah. oh yeah. But I don't think that it would be. I still feel the same way that I feel. You know how I think that they got a certain amount of dancing that you got that we got to do. Like we can't, you, you can't just go on that white man property and and make yourself into a martyr and get killed, and then oh, we supposed to feel bad for yeah. you? Like nah. So Joe Horn is dance the, a little bit. Joe Horn, y'all remember the Joe Star Horn story? He's the per, he's the the example. It happened in Houston, and it was the three, the two or three Hispanic boys were robbing his neighbor with not guns. They were just in the house, like trying to steal from the house. And he came out. He saw the, them robbing the neighbors, and he shot them in the back while they were running away. Mm. And yeah, that. that story to me was always was always like, yeah, they were doing wrong, but you don't kill people robbing your neighbors. That's like I wouldn't want that woman to have killed that dude in my backyard. Now I felt like I loved the fact that she like was like ah, but if when he took off running, if she would have shot him in his back while he was running in my yard, I would have felt a way about that. I, not to say mm. that I would have been mad. I just it would I wouldn't. I would have felt a way about it. I don't know. I, uh, what if I he mean, was? What if he was running away now. with you? Sure. What if he was running away with your brand new um, iPad, iPod? Then I'm okay. You know what? I'm okay. I, listen, I know how guns work. I would love if people were all marksmen and they could shoot him in his leg, and that man could still live and whatever. But I know how guns work. If you're gonna shoot, shoot center mass and try to take somebody out. Yeah. So. Yeah. I'm a, if he running away with stuff, with something, and she shot him, then that's fine. But if he's just running away without anything in his hands, like, I don't know. But, see, but I, I'm not mad because I feel like he tried to rob me. Like, I don't, I guess for me, I don't know any of my neighbors. So I don't really have anything attached to him. I, I need to get this. I'm like, I'm you learning ain't how for to none talk of them. to somebody. You ain't busting <laughs> for none of them. I ain't close to nobody over here like that. I do need to start giving my number out because that, that makes plenty of sense. But, what I'm saying is, like, if, if she was shot that man, my neighbor shoots somebody trying to rob my house, I'm perfectly okay with it because I don't know, I don't know what that man, you know, I don't know what his intent was. I don't know he's mm-hmm. gonna come back. I don't, I don't know. So if you shoot and kill him, I appreciate it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Lunch on me. I just, I just, I don't know. Just the whole idea of killing somebody is, it's just tough, man. Like these young men in Georgia who got killed. Listen, nobody's. Some people are trying to make them out to be martyrs. They had guns. 
It was 4 a.m. on a Monday morning. Yeah. 16 and 15 year olds. Why are you not sleep, ready to go to school? Why are you robbing people with masks on your face and shooting at their house? You can't really give me any kind of rationale as to why we should think that that's a problem for them to get killed. Like, you can't, you can't, you can't. Like, I mean, it's unfortunate. Yeah, it's very it's unfortunate. unfortunate, but you can't tell me why but, they shouldn't have got you, yeah, you yeah, playing that game that that ultimately leads to that kind of result, and you can't. Yeah, people, anybody who's sitting back and saying, "Oh man, it was fucked up." Yeah, the situation was, yeah. but not shooting them boys. Like you can't do that. You can't. You can't do that. And it's crazy because they had the if they gun me down pictures. Um, y'all remember that phenomenon? They used to have a hashtag like if they gun me down, like and it was. Black men like posting pictures. It was like actually a funny social media, which is it's wild that it's funny. But it was like a social media, one of them things where people were putting that picture that the cops would use if they killed me. Raj, I remember me and you talking about this a while back. Oh. And I found a picture of you like with like a, some braids and a hoodie. And it was like, if they gunned me down, oh, that's the picture they're going to use. They, gonna use that. Mm. they did do it to them three boys. They had them over there throwing up gang yeah. signs, flipping people off, yeah. whatever else. I mean, yeah. that is kind of how they went out, though. They went out like that, man. I hate to see it, man. I mean, but yeah. You get what you get in these streets, man. It's tough. It's I mean, tough, you man. You go over there playing, trying to rob somebody with a gun and, and mask, you know. You shoot. Once you start shooting, you're not playing no more, though. No. <laughs> it get real. Big Perm not playing by this month. Okay, anyway. Um, <laughs> so they had, they had, obviously, the worst week of their short lives. Who had the worst week? Of anybody last week, man. I th- I got two options, man. So I'm gonna let y'all two debate on this. Who had a worse week, man? A B or six nine, man. Uh I don't know. Los, you let me know, man. I think it had to be A B, man. Um I mean A A B just lost forty mil in the course of a few weeks. You know, a couple of weeks. Last week. He lost another ten, nine from uh the Patriots. And the week before that he lost what thirty from uh the Raiders. Almost forty mil, man. I mean, all six nine doing his losing streak career that he really didn't have. You know, and I'm, I didn't nobody think he was no hard gangster. So you know, he trying to save his life. He he had a bad year, but he had the worst week. <laughs> <laughs> Raj, you agree? No, I think I think definitely. I think to I think uh, Takashi six nine has lost his. Uh, his not only his ability to make money, but his ability to live. Um, because what I'm hearing, what I'm hearing is, uh, you know, to witness protection plan type stuff, you know, and whatnot. But I mean, we know, man, we know him. How how y'all gonna put Takashi Six Nine in a witness protection plan with all them tattoos and and uh and, and yellow and green hair? Like, come on, bro! Like that, like he man. can't even live his life comfortably nah, no more. You crazy? Ain't nobody killing that man, boy. It's, it's dudes walking around the hood every day that been stitching. All your life, dog, and they know yeah, but, but so he also be not. Right, man. They're also not very popular rappers. Like this dude, easy to spot. Yes, like, and that's I'm, why, I, not, I that's why you got... can't kill him, no, Rod. You can't kill him because of that. Because if you okay, if you well, if you go and kill that little dude right now, somebody go kill him, even if he get out right. And the world is okay with snitches. They got dudes in the hood who snitch all the time, popular or not. Ain't nobody running around trying to kill about to kill that little. Well, dude, I get bro. you. I get Trust you. With, I mean, I heard Ti say that exact thing that you're saying that people run around the hood all the time and he'll be all right. Yeah, snitching. But the other day. I don't. I don't agree with that though, because I, I think it makes a difference who you snitch on. He's snitching on these nine trade bloods. I don't know who these are. These could just be some some regular run in the mill little gangbangers in a little neighborhood. But I feel like potentially it might not be. 
And I feel like the fact that he was out there trolling and talking all that shit to everybody who would listen when he was whatever. Um, I don't know. It just depends on what type of life he tries to live when he gets out. Like if he, but clear- they didn't kill him then. Yeah, they didn't kill him while he was out and because free. Because he had he, you know those, he had the backing of those people. But even when they pulled back, though, they was like, "All right, he he done. Nobody murked him then." You know what I'm saying? And even like, my thing is, even if you do murk him, whoever like it's gonna bring way more heat already on your little you know uh, was, gang no, organization anyway. I did read the police report from like when they uh, or listen to the audio of when they kidnapped him out the car. They was gonna kill him mm-hmm. that night. Like, oh, when he ran out of oh yeah, they was gonna kill him. They they like okay. was like talking to the driver, like, "Nah, we just gonna talk to him. We just gonna talk to him and all kind of shit." And they snatched him out the car. They said they took him to a little place and was gonna murk him, and he just so happened to get out the car and take off running while they was doing something else because he knew him. But they was trying, like, they went in his house and was like taking all this. Anyway, like, I don't know. It's whew. like I think that he can. The witness protect the, the hair thing, Raj. He could go. Do something with his hair. That's easy. This is the tattoos on his face. Tattoos on yeah, his face. That's that's the tough one. And I don't think he want to do nothing with his hair. Mm-hmm. He can wear makeup. I think he crazy like that, bro. Like I really think it. What I what I like what I what I like about the whole situation is I, I like that the internet will forever be undefeated in this situation. <laughs> oh, man, <laughs> that boy that boy told him found where's Waldo. Man, <laughs> man, bro. I saw so many of them, but the best one that I saw was the best one that I saw was. Your Honor, but Bob the Builder not even a licensed contractor. That's funny. <laughs> no, they had a lot. They had a lot of them that was killing me this yeah. week. I was, I was, I was yeah. crying at a lot of them, man. They was like, yeah. they said, um, but Daryl, Daryl burned down Cheryl's she shed. That told who turned burned down the she shed, dog. I said, God damn, dog. I, I was about to make one that said, uh, Kisan Tate did. I mean. What's his name? Keyshawn. Um, man, y'all don't watch Ballers. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. He did. He uh. He, he, he shot was, that uh, gun, man. I was gonna yeah. make that one, but I decided. What's his name? Keyshawn Tate. Keyshawn something. Keyshawn. Keyshawn. I can't remember his name. But y'all watch the last episode, man. That's wild. I know social media ain't really got out there behind it, but man, that last episode. Whew. Y'all ain't watch it yet? I didn't. I haven't yeah. seen it. Whew. Man, Dang. go man! The shit got super Dang. real, real quick. Yeah, go watch it really fast. Wait, this is the last season. Yeah, so they only got good. three more episodes left, and yeah, man, that gunplay. Yeah, it, it got it got that real on that next man. episode. So that boy was true. So go go check that thing out, man. But um, so yeah, man, both of them boys had bad weeks, and both of them boys was all over the internet, man. Um, so another cat that had a good week, man. I just want to talk about one other sports figure. Um, is they right now NBA draft executives are saying that LaMelo Ball is potentially a top three pick in the NBA draft. And for all the hating that everybody did about LaMelo Ball, I just think, <laughs> I just think it's live. You know, I'm, t- you know, never lost. You know, I'm team LaVol. Never lost. So, yeah. I don't know. What's your thoughts uh, on well, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of beefing with I'm beefing with LeVar bro after he called his son damaged goods on the little show. <laughs> he did clown. And Lonzo didn't know yeah. how to. Nah. He said he said he, Lonzo told him something like, "Um, all right, you good? You got it?" He said, "What?" Nah, he, nah, he, nah, he said, you, "You got it, man. Don't tell me I got it, man." Yeah, that's what look he here, said. If I want doing every, <laughs> if I, look here, son, if I want doing all the stuff I'm doing, you just gonna be another regular ball law player. You they gonna say, "Ah, oh, he just damaged goods." That's what he told us. He wild on them. That was told his son that, that he disrespectful. Dog. I mean, I know you want big baller brand to go because you need something to do, but God damn. I mean, if you want my money, that ain't the way to get it for me, Daddy. I ain't gonna lie. No comedy damage good though, Pop. <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> on pretty TV bad. Too? Nah. That's pretty bad. But uh, uh 
I mean, he in, he in Australia right now in the NBL. That's what they call it um, yeah. for the plan for the Hawks out there. But they say preseason, he putting up some numbers. So mm-hmm. I don't know, man. I think uh, so. You know, they got a such thing. They got people that talk about maturity, and I just when I watch when I watch uh, him play basketball, when I watch the medal play basketball, I just don't. He he. I think that that's a testament to how good he is that he just clown mm-hmm. a lot. But I also think that. I, I hope that he get his mind right that boys in the NBA not about to play with him like that. Like, you could do that in the Drew League. You could do that at Chino Hills. You can do that in, a, in Australia to a certain extent. But you, you're not going to be able to clown like that and just take, you know, point at the half-court line and take threes and stuff. You're not, you're not going to be able to do all of that once you get to the league. They don't fly like that. But vote of confidence from Lonzo Ball, who did say that LaMelo is better than him. Like, he was like, LaMelo at this point is better than me. Uh, and and Lamelo is actually taller than him. Mm-hmm. So if you don't know, Lonzo Ball is six foot six. Lamelo is probably around six foot seven right now, and he like dunking hard. So uh, and he played point guard, and he, he he's really I ain't gonna lie, he really is good. So uh, I don't know a whole lot of the, I don't know a lot of the prospects out right now. Mm-hmm. I just know they don't have no Zion Williamson, um, <laughs> you know, in this in this uh, in this coming draft. I don't I don't believe so. So yeah, I think I think for sure in a in a draft Sharif where I don't really know many O'Neal. people. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. So let me just say this: he could I, be number one. I think I think that um, watching them, I think Raj. I'll just say this because I want to I want to make this a, a, make a point to say this. A couple of years ago, when I first saw Chino Hills play, and I, they were on TV on ESPN, and he was a freshman, and Lonzo was a senior, and um, Jello was a junior. I was watching it, and I was like, I. Right, they shooting the ball from half court and they just cherry picking the whole game. This is wild, mm-hmm. and they scored a lot of points. But we do have to we do have to remember that that was a high school coach's philosophy on what it was. I remember hating it because I was like, man, this is what Steph Curry turned basketball into. Just jack that thing up from wherever and mm-hmm. like fast break the whole time, whatever. But I was like, that's somebody's coach is letting them do that, and those are children. And we got to remember that this is five years ago. So when you're talking about pointing that half court and him shooting that three. That was for Chino Hills. He hasn't played for Chino Hills in like three years. He's played in Lithuania. He's played for that Spire Academy. And now he's playing in the NBL. And none of the tape that I've seen on Lonzo, I mean, LaMelo Ball in the last like two year or two is that is what you're talking about. The Drew League stuff. Yeah. Flashy doing whatever. But the rest of it is kind of just very good. No look passes. Very solid. Like driving to the basket and kick dunks like everything you said like he's very good like and, and his game isn't as crazy as it was when he was 15 like you it's know what I mean? the it's 19 mature. year old iteration of him is a lot better mm-hmm. so I, I would i would challenge you to go watch a tape of um of mm-hmm. or some video of um lamello because if you think you know how I've he play it. then you don't really know how he play no, I've seen. Now cue up I that music for nothing nice. To oh, say. Man. <laughs> you know, you can't say anything nice. Don't say anything at all. If you can't say something nice, don't say nothing at all. Nothing nice to say, but I'll go nice. I ain't nothing nice. Yeah. Okay, so all of y'all know I used to be a classroom teacher a few years back, and uh, I legit got all types of stories of struggle and perseverance, heartache and accomplishment, failure and success. I mean, sometimes I sit back and think about my former students, and it makes me extremely proud. I see boys playing in the NFL. Young men with clothing lines, college degrees, pleasure fraternities. Others throwing wild stripper parties for their birthday. Shout out this podcast brought to you by Hellcat Marley. That boy, P.I. actually living the dream. But I, I've also seen 
the other side of it. You know what I mean? Melvin, Taylor, Torian, all doing life bid for murder charges in these elite streets. And uh, R.I.P. John Holmes, man. He was gunned down on Christmas Day in 2016 for trying to rob some items out of a truck. Not so dissimilar to the story we talked about earlier in the pod. It could go a lot of ways with young people. But what I like to do is remember them as, as they were as kids, with their whole lives ahead of them and endless possibilities. With all that being said, I want to go off on a little bit of a tangent. I remember this one kid in particular when I first started teaching. He was the only white boy in a school full of minority students, so I bet you could guess his socioeconomic standing. The little homie used to come to school dirty. I mean, like, dirty, dirty, like, filthy, like, funky and dirty. Like, filthy every day, and I remember... This one day in particular when the kids was being jerk-ass kids and they drew a blue line with an Expo marker down the middle of his back. And that boy came to school for the next week with the same blue line down the back of his uniform shirt. Uh, that was one of the most fucked up things I could think of, you know, just for, for kids to do that. But I remember chastising the other kids who were laughing at him and bringing him to the office to get him some new units and whatnot. I remember another kid. He came to... um. I was schooled from New Orleans in the middle of the year, and he wanted to play basketball. He was 6'3 in the seventh grade, so shit, I got him out there. But he was out there with one busted pair of size 15 sneakers, and, and I mean, he wasn't doing too hot. So I went to Marshalls and copped him some LeBrons for the low. I mean, once you're a size 15, you can get LeBrons for $15 and shit like that. So, you know, all that to say, I hate when kids are doing bad, and I love the energy of people that decide to help them out. So this story brought a smile to my face when I heard about a Memphis high school um, freshman who was being bullied by the student who was wearing the same clothes every day. And two football players gifted him with new attire. First of all, shout out to Antoine Garrett and Christopher Graham for helping out the probably only white kid, potentially, at Martin Luther King Jr. College Preparatory School in Memphis. If you want to see the story, it's not hard to find. The kids want Ellen this week, like national TV. And Will Smith came out and gifted the kids with $10,000 each and new clothes and shoes from New Balance. Bruh, all of this is great. And I love it. I love what's happening for these good Samaritan kids. But then I saw the original video and I have questions. Who was recording them giving the stuff to the kids at school? And why was they recording it? And was they just doing it for the gram? Why does every good act have to be televised or put on social media? I'm dead ass serious. Like, people go and give money to homeless people, but they got to have a video of them doing it. Isn't it mad embarrassing for the kid who's getting helped or the homeless person you're helping on the, side of the, on the side of the street? I mean, all of these stories just kind of looks like, what are your motives for doing it? Look, I'm all for people helping people, especially kids helping kids. But I ain't got nothing nice to say about trying to do go viral for doing good deeds that you should be doing anyway. So I won't say nothing at all. And I'm going to tell y'all who the king of that is to be. Not the king. It's not the king. I'm not even going to do that. But I saw James Harden recently with that too. Like he was somewhere in Haiti or somewhere, right? And he was giving people. Mm -hmm. and they, Like I just, I, don't, I always question. Now, if people catch you doing good deeds. That's different. Then that's different. But if you got a cameraman with you to... Show people you doing good deeds. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't know how to feel about that. Yeah, it's a guy on uh, Instagram, fat, fat something, fat. I don't know. I forgot his name, but uh, he does that. He he a little rapper. I guess he popular. He be with fifty shit and all them people. But um, he does it all the time. He got people showing him giving money to the homeless, giving out dollar bills, which is all good. I mean, okay, cool. But I don't. I don't think you should be 
you should be having somebody walk around with you and put it on Instagram every time you do that. Or even any any time you do that, somebody catch you doing it, cool. But I don't think you should film every time you do a good act or a good deed. That's it. Seems it's, it's almost selfish and shallow to me. What's the Drake video where he gave out all the money? Uh, God's plan. God's plan. God's plan. Okay, yeah. so I don't know. Did did we feel the same way about God's plan? Because I'm thinking about this as I'm talking. I don't rem- remember feeling the same way. I don't remember feeling like he was doing it for the ground. I don't know why I didn't we, feel this that are, way. This should, this should already be a, 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 a podcast feeling that Drake can do no wrong. Yeah, okay. Just Maybe that's what it is. <laughs> maybe that's what it is. Maybe let's, that's what let's, it is. Let's, let's say it. Can the church say amen? Yeah. We right. <laughs> I mean, this, a lot of rappers, I might have looked at that and been like, oh, that man, like, why you got to? But for Drake, that was, it just felt, I don't know. Maybe they filmed and, it in and he such was a, a way too, like, that yeah. it was like people was yeah. following him, like and like he didn't know he was. <laughs> Drake didn't know the cameras was there. He didn't know. And he was just doing it. He was just doing yeah. it, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. I I got a problem with a lot of things. I I don't have a problem with those you, kids giving them the stuff. I just have a problem. Like, why do we no. have to video that? Well, I'm not mad at the kid. I don't I mean I get this kid. That's their culture nowadays. Everything okay. on the gram, everything okay. video. Okay, that's their culture nowadays. Okay. So I'm not really mad at the children for okay. that. Okay, but adults doing it, like like you said, when somebody's giving a homeless person, why are you filming that? Giving you, you giving that man five dollars or ten dollars or twenty, whatever you're giving them, why are you filming it? You know what I mean? Like, I mean, as teachers, I'm sure you've done way more than what you stated just now. We we do that all the time, almost on a daily basis. Okay. So, you know, we we could have a whole Instagram page full of that crap. I mean, it ain't crap, but full of that. You know what I mean? So me helping out the students, I work, I, I I teach, <laughs> right? Yeah, <laughs> you're gonna do it. Do it out the goodness of your heart, man. You do that all the time. You know, so I don't think you should be a fan. Absolutely, man. But hey, look, we gave y'all a little bit of an extended clip, not super long, but we gave y'all a good size podcast this week. I want to just make sure. We run this back. What we told y'all last week? The Saints was going to win? Ooh. Huh. Today. Today in company. One. Now we get the we get the Cowboys this week. I mean. Yeah, it's a big one, bro. I would love. Like, I, I'm just going to say this. If you're from Louisiana and you're like, uh, oh, I'm hyped. LSU beat Tex- UT. Oh, yeah. The Saints beat um the Texans. Oh, yeah. Tulane mm-hmm. beat U of H. Louisiana just run Texas. And then, and then you vote going for the Cowboys this week? You are whole clown. <laughs> Out you. You are whole clown. You a whole clown oh, if you're going for the Cowboys. Me. Anyway, but I mean it is what it is. We can't we we playing with house money right now and I'm excited. I was very excited last week. All week excited. I'm super excited oh, this yeah. week. Um yeah. go watch my Saints on yeah. Sunday, man. Get ready for that one. It's it, it's gonna be a at, real at, thing. at the new spot. We're going to the new spot. Oh yeah, we got the new spot. I'm not telling too many people out here where we watching the games at now because they be no, doing no, second no, lines. No, no, no. It be no, going no, 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 down. No. That's our spot, Food baby. Be pretty good. That's yeah. our spot, baby. <laughs> got a front row seat. We can everybody can sit down. They got the they got the volume and, and they play the game, the Saints game on every TV. Yeah, it's a, it's a different it's a different vibe. I mean, they gonna do that no matter where we go this week because it's Sunday night football. But hey. It is what it is, man. Listen, we appreciate you guys kicking it with us once more. I want to make sure that we, once again, remind y'all guys to enjoy your weekend and make it a best friend weekend. And we will see you next week. We out.
All my badass bitches pay attention. These broke ass, flogging ass niggas off limits. It's time to wake up. It's time to go and get it. Tricking these niggas every day is on a mission. I'ma show you bitches how to pimp a nigga. Make him think you love him, take his money, then you dip on niggas. Rule one, never, ever, ever fall in love with some dick that you met up in the club. Rule two, remember that the nigga chose you. Now you got him where you want him at, boo. Tell him it's first round, daddy, water on me. And make a nigga feel like a motherfucker pee. Help him to understand that the pussy ain't free. Got that quality control, good pussy ain't cheap. Niggas love when you talk to him ratchet. If he got a check, then his fantasy can happen in a room full of hoes. <laughs> you don't beat him, add him. Got the blueprint to a nigga pocket in his pants. Damn. <laughs> Take me back to, to what, I, what I could get for that check. <laughs> a room full of hoes. A room full of If he got a check, then his fantasy could happen in a room full of hoes. So, like, my whole fantasy and a room full of hoes. That's a lot. But what, if my fa- but what if my fantasy, I can't perform in front of all them people? Don't oh, my bad. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Shit, I really can't read. It said, if he got a check, then his fantasy draft can happen in a room full of hoes. Oh, that's even better. I, but I don't know. No, I don't know. Either that's pretty, Both of them are pretty good options. My fantasy and my fantasy draft could happen. <laughs> Lord. That's that's intense. Hey man. I mean I mean if I do have to do a fantasy draft, I wouldn't mind it being in the room like that. <laughs> 